Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the uh, H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. A show overshadowed, really, by the sad news of uh, Roger Hunt's death uh, just about 40, 45 minutes before we came yeah, on air. Sad. We have gr- loads of great tributes today. We'll, we'll, we'll bring you one of them in the... Um, in the podcast, and that's Jimmy Tarbuck, who was a great friend of Rogers. He joined us. Um, we also uh, spoke to uh, Jason Manford. Yeah, off on a mammoth City. tour, yeah. He is. Yeah, Man City in action as well, and he was uh, on uh, good form Was Jason. And Gerwin Price, the world darts champion, has, yeah. has opened a cafe. Yeah, he didn't, didn't take quite that kindly to our suggestions, did well, he, Paul? I, I think he, I think he, he cherry-picked the good ones and, <laughs> and rejected the bad ones, which is probably good advice. So, um, here it all is. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. A little bit later on in the show, Jason Manford will be joining us to look ahead to City in the Champions League this evening and tell us more about his uh, tour. We'll... Uh, Get a bit of a scouting report on uh, Porto uh, as well. And uh, we'll be looking at uh, PSG uh, from uh, that angle with... Um, Another exciting night of Champions League, Paul. There certainly is. But um, obviously the world of football in mourning today after the sad death of um, Roger Hunt. And joining us now is a man who knew him very well. I've just been looking up an old photo. It's an old TV Times photo. And it's our next guest in the Liverpool dressing room with Roger and Emily Hughes <laughs> and Ron Yates and Ian St John uh, and Bill Shankly and it is uh, the legendary uh, comedian and Liverpool fan Jimmy Tarbuck. Good afternoon, Jimmy. Really appreciate you joining us. It's uh, a pleasure. I'm sorry under the circumstances. Of course. I, I, I imagine uh, I've just actually been looking up your association with Roger and he was an old golfing pal as well, Jim, wasn't he? Oh, he's a very good golfer. But he was a good guy to be with. He was an absolute gentleman and a good laugh, loved to giggle, liked the beer, and uh, was, he, he was fit. He was a very fit guy. I used to see him and the saint next to each other because I was allowed in the dressing room with Shanks. He <laughs> said, you know all the boys, you know, they're like brothers with you, and they were. And now we've lost two of them, the saint some six or eight weeks ago, and now Roger. And Roger always said to me, the saint provided half of his goals. And Ian said, I didn't have to look for him. I knew he'd be running in. Mm. And I'd just give the ball. Yeah. And uh, 
He was a glorious guy, and uh, I'm very choked today, very, very choked, you know. Understandably, of course, yeah. It's like a brother going. Really? Yeah. He, he, he was so popular. You know the fact that the cop christened him Sir Roger Hunt. Yeah. Mm. And people said he got into the, uh, the World Cup instead of Jimmy Greaves. That wasn't true. He was in all along, and Jeff Hurst got in. And that in front of Jimmy, who, alas, we've lost him as well. We're, we're losing our heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were talking earlier on, Jimmy, about just what a vibrant, uh, well, still is, but that sort of period, that time, that sort of time, the mid to late 60s, with everything that was going on in sport and the team that Bill Shankly had put together and in the world of entertainment with, you know, Seller uh, and the Beatles and yourself and lots of great entertainers coming out of the city. It was a great place to be, and, and this football team was, was the core of that. Well, it's amazing how the city of Liverpool rose... All at once, football, entertainment, newsreaders, and, of course, the four most famous guys in the world. Mm-hmm. And amongst them in football is Roger Hunt. Mm. He, won, he was one of the ones who won the World Cup. But he was a, I can't emphasize to you what a great guy he was to be with. On his 60th birthday, we all went to Hillside Golf Club and played golf. And I might add, uh, had a couple of lagers. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, if you've got time, I was, this sounds posh, it isn't meant to be. I was in the south of France, sat having a beer in Juan Le Pan. And this voice went, could I have, you, could I have your autograph, Mr. Tarbuck? <laughs> I said, yes, with pleasure. I didn't look up. And I looked up, and it was Roger. Fantastic. Well, we laughed at that. <laughs> and Donald Gosling, we, 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 very big man with the Navy, said, who is he? And the captain of the boat says, that's Roger Hunt. You <laughs> don't know who he is. And we roared at that, and he was going home for lunch, and I know he got home about 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> we stayed on, and we had dinner and, uh, and yet another drink. And we, we, you just laughed. And you just thought, what a nice fella he is. Yeah. No side to him. That you can, know? That's coming across, Jimmy. Everybody who spoke yeah. to us, the Norman Giller we spoke to earlier on, who knew him. And I just think that, that humility, that, the, you know, the fact they'd won a World Cup and been big stars, that, that never affected them as men. I said, one day up at home in, in Liverpool, I was going to Alder Hay Children's Hospital. And I said, they said, could you bring any footballers? I said, I'll guarantee you two, the Saints and Roger. Mm. And they walked in as though they were running out at Anfield, and the kids loved it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it, it was the Saints. And that's when the singing started with St. John. And then all of a sudden that changed to Sir Roger Hunt. <laughs> and, you know, and he loved it. He took his bow with the crowd. But they, they absolutely loved him yeah. and he was from up there not liverpool but toward bolton and uh but he was a a lovable scouser mm. very much so and he's a scouser he's all right and he was uh, i go on alarmingly to you i, I don't wish to bore you and your listeners <laughs> he was a nice man yeah. and a great footballer yeah go when he hit one it reminded me of Billy Little. I mean, it was one of those. <laughs> Bang, pick that out. 
Him and Saint were very different guys, Jim, weren't they? They were, they, you know, Norman was calling them sort of, it was like good cop, bad cop. They had very different attitudes on the field, but Norman was also making the point that Roger could look after himself because, you know, oh, the tackles were a lot heavier. That, but mm. <laughs> so could the Saint. Mm. In no uncertain terms, he got sent off at Fulham, Ian, did, for hitting Pancho Pearson. And they showed the slow motion. He didn't hit him. It went under his chin, yeah. And but the, the other fellow went down, and uh, we were in the dressing room afterwards. And Roger said, "Well, that was a good punch." <laughs> he said, "Shut up, you." <laughs> <laughs> Describe how that would work, Jimmy. To me, you go you go into the dressing room after a a, a great performance from, from the lads. Before. You used to go in before. So how would and that I, be? Shankly would be the there, and you'd pleasure. be there. The great pleasure of taking a great Liverpudlian. Frankie Vaughan yeah. in the cup final. Yeah. And Frank was a gentleman as well. He said, I don't believe I'm going in here. Knocked on the door. Come in. Ah, Jimmy. Oh, Frank, said mm. Shanks. Yeah, Frank. He's so well-dressed. And we were all laughing at the boss who was just thrilled that Frank had gone in there. And him and Frank and I were, were just thrilled to be in there on cup yeah. final day. Yeah. And... Uh, Another one of the group, Ian Callaghan, crossed it. It went slightly behind the Saints, and what a diving header that was. Yeah. He got out, and it was all over with Leeds United. Yeah, we've just been watching those goals again, actually, on TV. And would, just, he, would he visit you at the Palladium or somewhere, Jimmy, would yeah, you, when so, you were getting ready uh, to go on? The, the week of the Cup final, the, Europe, the European, the World Cup, um, they all came to the show one night. Wow. I, the team, and uh, he said... And they said, don't mention they're in here. Dear God mm. Almighty, you couldn't help but notice. Yeah. <laughs> they were all there, all people. People going, there's Roger Hunt. Mm. There's Fantastic, Bobby Moore. Yeah. You know, and it was wonderful seeing them. Mm. And the majority, they were just good lads. Yeah. And, and you went, if you were having a drink or even going for a meal, it was lovely to be in their company. Sure. And, and you... You knew your place. You step back a bit and say, hey, let the lads in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see them. They've got a better story than me, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, they're just grand, and uh, it's a very, very sad day in the Tarbuck household, especially with Ian going not so not so long ago. Yeah. And, and now, now his mate. Yeah. His partner, and uh, as I said... I don't know what people say when the singing started, but it started when the saints arrived mm. or when the saints go marching in started. Yeah. And then, then they fitted Roger and You know how clever they are. Yeah, yeah, very clever. Uh, uh, scousers with the cop and want to have a laugh. Mm. And there were magic days, you know, I'm... Well. I'm taking over your programme. I don't mean. <laughs> well, look, Jim, no, you're, welcome re- to, you're really, welcome to Jim. What really, are you doing till four o'clock? We really appreciate you coming on and and and, and giving us your memories of Roger. It can't be easy because I, I know you guys were close. So, uh, lovely to hear Thank from you, you so much. even in these circumstances. And look after yourself, Jimmy. Thanks very much. The privilege is mine, and uh, good luck to you in the show. I love it. Thank you, oh, Jim. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Jimmy Tarbuck. There we are.
Imagine yeah. that, Paul, going in into that dressing room in the Shankly dressing room with Roger Hunt in St. John. Yeah. It's in their tar bucks there. I'll just I'll find that picture and we'll try and put it out on Twitter. It's an amazing picture. It's yeah. just Jimmy in the... So that, getting in the inner sanctum like that must yeah. have been fantastic. So John Lennon walks in. Yeah. yeah, they're all in there. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Now, um, this is an interesting side. Yeah, I like this. For uh, the uh, world darts champion, Gordon Price. Fantastic. Tweeting a little bit earlier on, um, his cafe has opened. Yeah, we read about it a few weeks ago, didn't we, yeah, Paul? We did. It pricked That's our right. interest, and then and we I, thought this is going to be great. Yeah, so we thought we'd find out. Do they do double egg and chips, Paul? Well, that's you have to have to start, start on a double egg and chips. Start with a double egg and chips. He's probably heard them all before. He's had them all so far. Going. Good afternoon. You okay? Yeah, we're yeah, good. good. Thanks, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 it. Tell us why. Why have you gone into why have you gone into the calf business? Well, I, I bought a property to, obviously, I, I had a flat above uh, an old hairdresser's, which I was doing out for, for my niece, who was, preg- was pregnant at the time, and I had a little baby, so mainly I wanted the flat above, but obviously the shop down below came with it, and I had to think of something to do with it. I was going to do an off-license, I didn't know whether to do like just a little baguette shop, but then, yeah, it turned out I wanted to do something a bit different, and uh, uh, a nice little coffee and coffee shop. Yeah, Cafe Five Hundred One. Um, it, it, it's going for obvious reasons. So, is it is it is it darts themed at all going or not? No, it's not dart themed. It's just uh, just Cafe Five Hundred One. I I couldn't think of anything else really. I I, I was thinking of the um, Village Cafe, but you have loads of those. So mm. yeah, I put I did put a put a post out for. A vote on what it should be, but I stuck to what I what I started with anyway. <laughs> you got you must have a board up in there though, going no, just not people. No, gonna... <laughs> I, I was thinking about putting a board up and getting some sort of challenges yeah. for free breakfast, but yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe in time. 
That's a great idea. Throw a 180 for a free breakfast. It's yeah, ideal. If you, if, you, if you miss, you have to pay double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. It would have been. It would have been. You could, it'd, be, it'd be nice to have Russ Bray on the till, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> One pound 80. It'd be great. Uh, it's a number 42. And it could work just like darts. If I don't spend enough, they come in for yeah. like a Mars bar, you go... 35. Yeah. You know, it's got to be quite. But when they have a proper spend up, you shout yeah. it, you let the world know. That would be good. Uh, mate, a special. You can have some bullseye on toast. You can have Russ, <laughs> Russ on the hot key, you know. You know. Uh, George, you require chips, sausage, yeah. chips, and beans. Well, you know, Starbucks, when they take your name and they say, well, I hope you, you're writing these right. down, girl. And they say, this yeah. is gold. When they take your name and they write, write, write it on the coffee, you know, what do you want? A flat white, yeah. yeah well, I'll go right. John, you require yeah. <laughs> soya milk. That's it. It would be yeah. Anyway, look, you can take, you can leave those or take my. But no, it's a, it's, it's it's a, a lovely idea. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna will you pop in now and again, or are you just leaving it with someone else to run? Um, well, my sister's uh, gonna run here, and I've employed a chef as well. And obviously, my wife is back and forth there. But we opened today, so I've been there most of the day, running around picking things up that we've missed out because obviously being new to it, just didn't know how things were going to go and then knew, realised we were missing certain things. So today's been quite busy. It started off slow and up until about 10 o'clock. I was like, oh my God, nobody's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> but then from about half 10 till, you know, half one, yeah, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty busy, which which is nice. Yeah, the, the ever-growing popularity of darts is, is just, it's revolutionised the game completely, hasn't it, Go? And, and you must be delighted to be involved in it at this time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, I've always enjoyed darts and it's been a big sport, but I just think it's getting bigger and bigger you know, week by week, month by month. And, you know, Barrier and Fair Play taking it to all corners of the world, which, which is good. You know, everybody is talking about darts, whether it's good or bad, but there's it a lot of talk about it. And I think there's a lot more interest as well now. I mean, I'm sure the listener know you, you, uh, you, you know, played uh, rugby union, rugby yeah. league, professional player. So, I mean, when did you think there was potentially a career in darts? What was, was there a kind of a turning point, a moment where you thought, you know, what, I, could, I, I could do this? Um, yeah, well, I got my tour card in 2014. I think I, meet, I reached the match play quarterfinal uh, the following year, 2015. And, you know, I, I was beating the likes of Adrian Lewis, who at the time was, you know, playing at the top of his game and, I beat Michael Smith, who was playing well at the time as well, and I knew my rugby career was coming to an end. So I thought, you know, if if I want to have have a good shot at this, I've got to put hundred percent in and mm. choose either or. And unfortunate for the rugby, I had to put that behind me, and something, you know, I've loved for since forever. But it was an hard decision, but the right decision looking back now. Yeah. And do you, do you think your your kind of professional sports background has has helped you in that in that sort of transition? Well, I, I was. It always says that I was a professional rugby player. I was. I only played professional for, you know, about three months. I was always a semi-pro, so I was, I was working and training. Mm. So it was like a semi-time, semi, semi-pro role. I was training three days a week, and I'd play on a weekend. So I was still working in the days as well. So I wasn't mm. really a professional. So. No, I don't think I brought any professionalism from it because I never really was a full-time professional. Okay. You sound like a really talented man, Gerwin, to be honest. You know, you've reached, <laughs> reached high levels in, in everything you've chosen to do. What What's in the future? And obviously loads more darts, but anything else? You've got, chain of calves. got the calves, obviously. Can we yeah. see Cafe 501 this, 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 rolling out around Wales? This could be a, it, it could be like a Starbucks thing before you know. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think so. It's just... You know, I'm 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 like to keep things local. You know, I've I haven't moved out of my local village. I like to stay 
in my local surroundings. You know, I, I like to do a bit of property development as well. And you know, I don't tend to go too far. You know, I think the furthest I've gone is about two miles when I buy a property to do it out. I know the the cafe was just something for the village, some sort of employment as well, and keeping it, you know, workers from the village. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just like to keep things local and bring something back to the village. But yeah, apart from a bit of property development, I think that's what I want to keep doing. Even when darts is finished, that's what I enjoy doing. That's what keeps me sane. Or if if I, I if I didn't have anything else to do other than play darts, I don't think I'd be the player I am now. I think you can overthink things, and it keeps me busy. Yeah, uh, this is in Markham, isn't it, in Caerphilly? So uh, this, if people want to come along, if they're if they're passing on the, in that part of the world, they should look out for Cafe Five. What are your opening hours, Gerwin? Yeah, so we're open at half seven in the morning. So uh, I said shut <laughs> at five, but my sister says half four. <laughs> she just wants to get home early, so uh, yeah. She's the boss, so it'll probably be half seven till half four. Yeah, so all very, the early breakfasts. Good, yeah. I'm, and, worried, uh, I'm worried about going driving around all over the place today. I hope he's got enough fuel. Yeah, that's it. Got enough. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we haven't actually started deliveries yet. I want to see how it takes off. And then yeah, I, I think in certain times of the day when it is uh, a bit quiet, then probably start to do some deliveries as well. So. Yeah. Get the board up going. Yeah, well, that's what everyone wants. Want get pe- the board you up. You want people in, have their breakfast, have a coffee. Are you ready? You want to turn over a tape? <laughs> 7.30 every morning. Have walking music. Right, if the building was a bit bigger, I probably would have a yeah. dartboard in there. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we could have put going off more off of making it darts themed if we tried. Every, every suggestion. Well, look, best, best of luck with it. Best of luck with the venture going. Good to talk to you and all the best. No worries. Nice to be on. Thank you. Take care. Go and price there. Go and check out Markham Caffelli uh, Cafe 501. Nice little logo. Have you seen it? Look, yeah, it's, it's very good. I mean, nicely I, done. I, I, I don't Graphics know why he wasn't done. taking our ideas on, Paul. We were you know, offering <laughs> because, all sorts of ideas. Right, because they're terrible. <laughs> because they're quite double terrible egg and ideas. Chi- double egg and chips, 180. If you score 180, yeah. you get your breakfast free. That, no one ever scores 180. I thought he was going to say, what you're opening now is he was going to say, round the clock. <laughs> <laughs> He's under pressure, isn't he? Really? <laughs> you have to start with. Yeah, yeah. Have, uh, you have to start with sausage, a egg, and chips. No, I'm afraid you have to start with double, <laughs> yeah. double egg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I said, they're all quite terrible yeah. ideas. An oki for the queue. Yeah, that, that's yeah. And you it, order from that far back, please. And as soon as you open the door, the music, and then the music starts. Best of order, please. I think his sister would say, it. I can't do this. I want to sell the place. I, I can't be doing with it. And no, so Let's no, none of that happens. There's no rust spray on the till. It's a normal, it's a normal calf. So that's all it is. Uh, anyway, so, um, Don't turn up expecting darts-themed menu. No. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Super busy night, Paul, isn't it? The new James mm. Bond film starts tonight, Paul, as well, if that yes. sort of thing's people think. Royal Albert Hall. I've wow. been looking into it. I've been looking into it. The football link. To James Bond, see if there is any, Paul, because I right. thought we might be able to cover that today. Mm. There, there isn't much of a link, let me just say that. Football doesn't feature very much, Although, I would argue that if pushed, Q, or at least Desmond Luenis, Desmond Llewellyn, who played yeah. Q, remember that, would be a Newport County supporter, because his Q, Q clearly follows parts of Llewellyn's own Newport-born life. In Licence to Kill, he wears a Malpass in, in Newport cricket club tie, while in the living daylights, he wears a Newport RFC tie. Sounds like he's turned up on set wearing his own clothes. <laughs> they, Doesn't it? Do they not have a costume department? <laughs> Sounds like he's, just, I'll just wear this. Do they have to turn up every day in like a dicky bow? <laughs> yeah, it's bring like, your own dinner suit. Desmond, you're playing cute. 
Could yeah. you just wear your own jacket? But you will find out years later that the budget on Bond films <laughs> all went on the special effects. <laughs> no costume at all. Yeah. Just turn, just so up, Sean Connery turned up first day wearing a tux. That'll do. Just wear yeah. that. That's just. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll become his. That'll, that'll become, become his thing. thing. What are you driving these days? An Aston Martin. Yeah. All right. Go on. Off you go. <laughs> that'll honest, do. I, when I was many years ago, I would you know I would go and see a Bond film when yeah. it came out. It was the done thing. Mm. I, you know, this is no reflection on the franchise. It's just you know times change, and mm. I, I watch them on TV, but I probably I wouldn't be there the, the first week watching it. Are you? Are you I, lo- I love it. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to go to the cinema to see this one. No, I don't think I will, Paul. I'm so used to watching films now on the on Netflix and things. Mm. But no, I, I, where did I, you get all your Newport film? knowledge from? Maybe I, that I, was, I googled that was a, it. Yeah, I was going to say I googled I it. I didn't it know off it. The top of your head, I you didn't know it. Not a lot about Newport. Uh, and then he says, I think Desmond mentioned in his backstory that he created for Q that the character had played rugby for Newport at some point. Oh, wow. There should be a lot more Newport stuff in James Bond in, there should be shouldn't yeah. there you know it could be up the Celtic Manor Hotel yeah. and that's as far as my Newport knowledge goes yeah. that's all I've got about Newport he shouldn't have a he shouldn't have a, a martini he should have yeah. I don't know I'd say a pint of brain pint that could of be brains. completely wrong Pete that may be not a Newport Welsh James Bond will take that that'd be lovely wouldn't it Paul yeah. uh, so Sean Connery was a Glasgow Rangers fan apparently George Lazenby they don't know Right. This is some. This is some. Yeah. Somebody's geeks website, you know, Paul. Uh, Sir Roger Moore, a Reading fan, apparently. Can't imagine that's true, is it? Roger Moore down at Reading. I don't know. It's it's a lovely image, isn't it? Really. (laughs) Uh, Timothy Dalton, Derby County. They they just seem like the wrong clubs for these actors, don't they? Why? He'll be smarting at the moment, old Timothy. Furious, won't he, he, at the moment? Points deduction. See that in his face (laughs) if if he was still doing the job. Imagine that. Piers Brosnan. It says Spurs. Oh, okay. It seems about right. I've not seen Greasy. Him. And although one account says Fulham. I've so not seen him in the coach and horses he's before. Not- <laughs> <laughs> he's not a regular. And then Daniel Craig is a Liverpool fan. So, uh, oh yes, I knew that. So I did know that. Who do you yeah. think is going to be next, Paul? Are you up for that? You could be a late a late runner. Well, probably not. Not no, for you. I mean, um, I was thinking fancy? Brett Goldstein, friend oh, of the show, often. Brett Goldstein, yeah. the huge success of Ted Lasso. <clears throat> We had him on the show the other day. I had yeah. to admit that we. I've had one or two people it. suggest um, after his fine performance in the Stranglers new video. Yeah, Stuart Pearce. I saw somebody throw Stuart into the mix uh, the other day. <laughs> Stuart Pearce as the new Bond. <laughs> ah. I mean, look, he's a he's he's a five hundred to one shot. Yeah, he's the same odds I think as uh, as um, Brighton winning the Premier League. The name's he, Bond. What are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah he, he, he played the part. Be in with it, yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, yeah. I've, I've, I should watch the video, but I mean, I've seen some stills of it, and he's looking good, Stuart. He's all suited up. He's looking quite Reservoir Dogs. So, is he? Uh, in the new video, because he's a big fan, fan of the big band. Big punk fan, isn't he? There we are. Yeah. So, none, none of those, none anyway. of those, none of those clubs seem to me to link up with the actors. Our guest can join us. Oh, now. fantastic! Um, he's just about to go on a two hundred plus date tour. Oh, of course, he is. Uh, like me, it is uh, Jason Manford. Good afternoon, Jason. Hey, fellas. Yeah, how hey, are Jason. you? I'm good. How are you two? You all right? We're not yeah, so we're bad. Very, very we're good. not so bad. Uh, let's hope there's not a petrol shortage <laughs> when you go on this tour because you go from, it starts Colchester, Wimbledon, Warrington, <laughs> Chesterfield, Leicester. Blimey. Yeah, you, you, yes. you need a full tank for that, don't you? Well, well, there isn't a petrol shortage, is there? There's a driver shortage. <laughs> no, that's what that's I true. Yeah, you're you are. We've got loads true. of petrol. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I uh, no, we've been fine with it to be honest. We sort of fill up on motorway services where uh, obviously you cost you an arm and a leg, but at least uh, it's there. But uh, yeah, no, it's been fine. We've not had any any real massive issues. We had a moment Saturday night where we ended up, or Sunday night, sorry, we ended up uh, sort of staying in London rather than chancing getting home. But uh, yeah, it was it's been fine. Yes, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a huge tour. I mean, how long was it in in the writing? Are you one of those people that says, "Blimey, I booked the dates. I better write something," or or do you think I've got a great idea? Let's book some theatres. Yeah, I'm a bit more like I go right. I've got I've got an idea, a loose idea. Let's book let's book a tour in. Um, but I'm constantly writing it. I mean, even if you if you came to the show uh, this week and then came to see it in January, it would be you know sort of 70 percent different i just I'm, I'm constantly sort of changing it and swapping it around mm. and, and jason I, I i know your work very very well and you and you really work about the sort of minutiae of life of everyday life don't you and do, you you must walk around with a notebook and writing stuff down and and how does something work its way into your set what does it need to does it just need to be immediately funny or do you think no i can work yeah. on that a bit of both, really. A bit, it's whether it resonates really with people. So you'll you'll end up sort of sort of saying a few things, you know, and uh, even just amongst your friends or family or something. You know, you sort of mention something. Even the, the other week, I noticed my ankles clicking an awful lot since I turned forty, <laughs> and uh, and I was sort of joking. And then one of my friends said, "Oh, it's the same with me," you know. And then I, I mentioned it, and then I mentioned it on stage, you know, and half the audience were like, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah." You know. <laughs> and, um, and so all, all it takes is once you get something like that and then suddenly you're like, right, where can I go with this? You know, and I sort of started to think about the idea of how you, you know, how you, what if you're in the SAS and you're trying to sneak up on somebody, and, <laughs> uh, you know, near, near a clicking ankle, like coming up the road or whatever, you know, <laughs> running down the stairs like the West Side Story, you know. So um, I, I've sort of, you know, so stuff like that starts as a, a thing that you notice, and then it, and then it's yeah. just what you can do with it and where your brain takes it. I suppose if you're a flamenco dancer, it's quite a positive, isn't it? Really, saving a fortune on castanets. Work it into the act, can't you? Really? <laughs> there you go. There you go. I put that into it. Yeah. <laughs> See how it goes. It's yours. See how it goes. With my, with, with my pleasure. <laughs> you started quite young, didn't you, Jason? <laughs> and and your audience must have got older older along with you. Is that right? That's yeah. That's. True, actually. I, I was I've only thinking about that on this tour, funnily enough, because when I so every so often I'll see a clip of you know an old bit of stand up, and you know I started when I was seventeen, so I had sort of quite laddish, you know, it'd be about football or it'd be about uh, dating or it'd be you know playing football manager or whatever it was, yeah. you know, and that sort of stuff. And then then you've got dating stuff and marriage stuff and children stuff, and now I've got stuff about getting older, about your parents getting older and. Um, and, and and divorce and things. so yeah and your audience it resonates because your audience have also gone through a, a lot of the, mm. the same things so it's quite nice really sort of aging with your audience you clearly I mean it's a huge tour this so you still enjoy touring because not all not all comedians do do they no not at all and I've got to say this is the first time that it's mm. felt like a job mm. Um, you know the, the actual the, the gig bits are great you know the, the, the touring but the, the, the travelling and the uh, you know that you can sort of see. I can see how in ten years you might think, "Nah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave it." But at the moment, I love it, and I, you know, I've always said about about the job of stand up and, and and sort of acting as well to a certain degree. You don't get paid for the actual show bit. The show is is for free. Like mm. that's just that's a privilege. You know, uh, what you get paid for is 
the years of rejection and the traveling <laughs> and the waiting and the motorway services at two o'clock in the morning and like that's actually what it, the actual gig is is a joy and and if every gig was um you know at, at Bramall uh, social club where I you know in the village I live mm. um crikey what what a career of that one of the things um, you might I, I, sorry go on Jason sorry go on I was just going to say there's a moment where the, 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 the crowds are so appreciative that you've made the effort mm. to come to see them that it, it does, it's just a pleasure. Yeah. One of the things you might not know, Paul, about Jason is he's, he's so supportive of other comedians and newer comedians and comedians who've been around a bit mm. long and haven't quite had the success they may deserve. And uh, the comedy community as a whole, he's set up his own clubs. He often puts people on support with him. He gives people a platform to to uh, to be with him on, on his platform so mm. they get a bit more of a spot than they w- would get, um, which is, is brilliant, Jason, and you must enjoy doing that for people. I do, yeah, Unle- until it backfires <laughs> when they're funnier than you. <laughs> when the undercard's having a better gig, you know. <laughs> that was well well done, mate. You won't be getting this gig again. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, it's, uh, no it, it, it's great, to be honest. I enjoy... <clears throat> I enjoy watching stand-up. So for me, I actually go out and watch the, the warm-up. You know, I'll sit yeah. and watch the, uh, the in the crowd and watch them because I love stand-up comedy. I also know my audiences are so great, you know, they're great fun that uh, I sort of know roughly the sort of stuff that they, they're going to find humorous. And, and so you can book some great acts. Uh, and like you said, comics who, who might have been around for a while have not had a break or just or newer comics who, who need to step up and um, and it's great I think there's two ways of looking at it you can either get to your level and and bring the ladder up and just yeah. think right sod you <laughs> you know no yeah. one's coming after me or you can go do you know what it's great up here come and have a look yeah is it just comedians Jason you have I just wondered I was I'm reading John Cooper Clark's autobiography at the moment yeah. and he talks about oh see he talks about doing the embassy club <laughs> oh, yeah, he, well, right. for Bernard going yeah. there to, to audition for Bernard imagine John Cooper Clark <laughs> at the embassy just wonder if you want to get get some speciality acts on and a few singers as well Maybe, yeah, a bit of spoken word there. Yeah, well, Mike, I tell you what, if John Cooper, if he's listening, he fancies coming to support us. I'll absolutely yeah. snap his hand off. Yeah, he's oh, brilliant. Wow. Yes, it's a, it's a great read. Um, Jason Manford is with us. We're going to chat more. You can catch him. He's he's already underway. 200-plus dates. So he's definitely going to be coming somewhere near you. Uh, the tour's called Like Me. Tickets are on sale at jasonmanford.com. Going to talk a bit of Manchester City very shortly. Bill Burrows has been in touch. Um, Timothy Dalton is a City fan. He oh. sent us to a link to a piece oh, saying how much so that should My sources were wrong, They Paul. certainly were. Anyway, more from Jason in a few moments' time. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Bring your live commentary tonight on TalkSport of PSG versus uh, Manchester City. Yeah, with us at the moment, uh, a proper City fan, Jason Manford, who's uh, on tour, uh, massive tour he's undertaken. Good afternoon again, Jason. Hello. Oh, he's there. Hello, there he is. There he is. I mean, does success feel normal now? I mean, you're of a vintage when, you know, City were (laughs) bouncing up and down between divisions and all the mayhem of the Swales years and managers every 10 minutes. Paul Dickov, all that. All sorts of lunacy going on at the club. But but now it's, you know, it's it's like a completely transformed, isn't it? I miss it, it, to be honest. I miss it. A lot of City (laughs) fans of your vintage say that, I think. I do, I do, I do. I miss the drama. You know? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> this sort of turning up every week and, you know, sort of half knowing you're going to win, it's uh, it's soon tired, it's so soon gets boring. 
when uh, when you see the nouveaux, when you see the nouveau, you know you see someone, you know they've, they've oh. only been, they've only. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, it, I don't, don't know, even it, get me started. My brother is twenty two, hmm. and even he is only. You know, he gets annoyed if we only win one nil. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just look at him like, mate, don't even go there. So. No, it is. It's absolutely fantastic to watch. Like it's, um, mm. and I, I love, you know, I love that, um, you know, what you know, watching these. It's like a team of, like you've put together on a PlayStation. Like yeah, it's yeah. crazy, really, when you when you when you look at it. What was this, um, what was the signing? And also, I, I like the newer players as well, like mm. Bowdens and, and, and Doyles and that coming yeah. through as well. So it's yeah. exciting. What was the signing that came in that you thought this is for real now? This is this isn't just a flash in the pan. This is going <clears> to be. <throat> A long time in my life. I, I, I mean, Aguero was a you know yeah, when yeah. he signed was a that was a, a moment. Um, but having you know those players that like I mean, Robinho was the one, wasn't it? That you sort of went, what's going on over there? Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. seems like a crazy. That was the time, and then Yaya Torre to get somebody like him to, to to play at Man City. You know. It, it was, um, you know, before then, the only legend we'd really had, like, you know, worldwide legend was, I think we had George Weah when he was 62, I think, <laughs> for, uh, for about yeah. a year. <laughs> um, I know you uh, you got a live bit about the night you signed Robinho, you watched it on the telly. You certainly can't do you can't that. can't tell that bit. Day. It's a lovely no, bit. Can't, can't it's a lovely that. joke. <laughs> it is a good gag. We just can't do it at half past three. It comes up, every, every, if you pan the pod, yeah. it comes up every... Uh, Every transfer window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. It is a good bit. So, um, yeah, we should ask you about tonight. I mean, this it, it's, it is an intriguing game. You know, Pep and Messi and all that, and uh, it, it should be it should be a cracker. You hope the way you played at the weekend, Andy was saying yesterday. Andy Jacobs, he said he thought City were absolutely brilliant. You know, and for him to praise yeah. the team that beats Chelsea takes some doing. But he thought they were they play like that. He thinks they'll they'll stuff uh, sit, uh, PSG tonight. Yeah, well, I, I went to that game. I was, I was at, I was at uh, Chelsea on Saturday, and um, and I went n- nervous actually. I went sort of thinking, oh, this could go very wrong. But they just played. I think they had some, was it like seventy five percent possession against Chelsea yeah. at Chelsea. Yeah. That's unheard of. You know, it was amazing. So yeah, I think I think you're right. They've got that 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 confidence to go into, and and there's not too much chopping and changing. I think that's what's done us. Previously, it's just uh, every so often Pep slightly overthinks it, and you know, and, and mm. suddenly you play. And even in the stands, I know we're not experts, but you know, even in the stands, you're thinking, "All oh, right, that's a that's a funny thing to do," you know. Yeah. Um, and maybe you don't notice when it works. Maybe that's the reason you sort of focus on in like the you know the Champions League final and stuff like that. Um, but I think you know we're coming up against mm. PSG, who um, obviously you know doing very well. I don't think I don't think they've lost other since. Uh, well, not for a while anyway. Uh, I think they got beat by Lille at, at some point in August. But um, but you know, I, I sort of read some of the, the headlines in the French newspapers saying you know Messi's not quite set. They've not sort of worked out how to use Messi yet, and uh, that's not quite settled in. So hopefully that that because they're going through that odd sort of time at the moment, sort of fitting in the world's best player. Uh, you sort of catch them unawares and and, and hit them for uh, for a couple of goals. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about it. I'm more worried about Liverpool to be honest. The weekend, yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be so. a tough yeah, game. Yeah, they seem to work harder against Chelsea. That's what it seemed to be. The the press they just never let Chelsea get out, did they? Yeah, no, they were fantastic. Um, it, Jason, you yeah, were there. Right. You were there in the prawn sandwiches, weren't you? You were there, with shirt and tie. 
I was, yeah. yeah. Managed to get up yeah. in there. But we were on tour and I sort of, I, I sort of rang a few people. I'm trying to sort these tickets out. So, and I said, oh, yeah, we'll sort these tickets out for... Um, I, uh, I'd asked David Baddiel. Yeah. I thought, David will sort... I said, Dave, you don't know anyone sorting tickets out. He sent me a message back saying, get Cal Doon to sort it. Oh. That was all. That was all I got from David. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. A bit oh, oh, I, I said, yeah. Wow, we bit of trash talk from Dave. There. Yeah, yeah. wasn't it? And of course, you. So, like... uh, yeah, no, I've got. I don't really get in the. Um, I don't. I'm not really a, a sort of a prawn sandwich uh, kind of guy, but hey, it's nice. I can see how people get used to it. Yeah. Got the dodge. Well, the last time I saw you, you were, you were off on the Johnny with Lee Mack, weren't you? I saw you outside Wembley for the England Scotland mm. game. That was a. That was another, right. another night at the top table. Great night. We, me and Lee had a great, apart from the actual match. Yeah, course. that's true. <laughs> that, that killed it for us all. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was great. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. That yeah. I've not been, to, I've never seen England play before. It was my first time I'd ever seen them. So it was, I would, obviously, if I had not seen them on the telly, I wouldn't be going again. No. Was, uh... <laughs> that's really true. <laughs> so you got this, you got this huge tour, Jason, coming up. But and and early on in the tour, eighth of October and the 9th of October. The London Palladium, oh, yeah. which a lot of people sort of build up to play in a beautiful big uh, venue like that. Yes. But you're, you're starting out at the Palladium. So, um, what, a yeah. br- what a brilliant well, place I, to play. Say, it wasn't my original plan, of course. I was supposed to start this tour last mm. September. Yeah, of course. And this was my, uh, this was a year later um, to play the Palladium. But obviously the way, the way things uh, have, uh, have yeah. gone on has uh, meant, yes, uh, the, the, the Palladium's ended up being... Uh, right, right towards the beginning. So, um, so yeah, it's quite nerve wracking, really. But uh, the, the show's in good form, and and it's there's there's enough to joke about. You know, yeah. there's enough things going on. <laughs> on. You oh, won't. You, sometimes you don't need to do a joke. Sometimes you need to say these these things happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they mm. they they launched the Eat Out to Help Out campaign the same day as they started to try and tackle the country's obesity problem. Yeah. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's what happened. That's actually what happened. Oh. Yeah, it goes 9th, 9th of October, London Palladium. Mm. 13th of October, Grimsby Auditorium. Oh, wow, yes. we. Mm. Yes, not in Kansas Keep anymore. Real, mate. Um, <laughs> and uh, unbeatable, you're the king of daytime at the moment. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, the, 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 a Manchester City fan doing a show called Unbeatable. 15 years ago it would have been called beatable wouldn't it <laughs> i know now we're unbearable uh, it's um, it's fun, yeah it's a fun little show it, it, it sort of came out of nowhere uh, they sort of came at me and said do you, do you fancy doing uh, this and i i'd love those sort of shows you know obviously as a comic i've got a lot mm. of time in the afternoon to sit and watch a, a, a pointless or a chase or a tipping point so um i just thought it was it was a fun thing to do and my, and my grand literally lives for these shows you know yeah. My grand's at that point where your mum's like, you better go and see your nana. No one's visited her for a few days. And then you go, and if it's during the chase, you may as well not be there. <laughs> um, so, um, so and, you know, you, you realise it's easy when you've got busy lives and you're out and about, but it's easy, it's, it's easy to sort of, it's easy to forget how important daytime TV is to a lot of people in society, you know. Yeah. Uh, that are often forgotten about. So to be part of that makeup is uh, is a real privilege. Lovely nice stuff. Well, good to talk to you, Jacob's Jason. Daily we'll podcast. Uh, best of luck with the tour. tour. There we are. And, uh, that was this afternoon's show. I'll be back nice with uh, Cheers, Cheers. Cheers. Good tomorrow. Uh, Charlie, you'll be here on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. You'll Not be without Thursday, you, yeah. With, with with Johnny Owen. Johnny Owen on Thursday and Friday this week. Yeah, yeah. But I'm back with Andy. If you can listen to us from one, that would be great. If not, the podcast will be available uh, at around 4.30. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 